0: Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 253 of the Motorcycle Men Podcast. And I've got another great interview for you for your listening pleasure. As always, the Motorcycle Men Podcast is brought to you by Scorpion Helmets. Scorpion EXO has been dedicated to offering high quality, innovative, motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value so to learn more you want to go to scorpionusa.com and regardless of what type of bike you ride when it's time for tires for your bike you want to think Oshenko. that's right you want to go to Shinko tire usa and make sure you tell them that the motorcycle men sent you hey why ride in pain when you can ride in absolute comfort with the help of a wild-ass seat cushion. Your back will thank you, and you'll enjoy a mile after mile of cruising comfort no matter what type of motorcycle you ride. So get on over to wild-ass.com and order today. That's wild-ass.com, and make sure you tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you. And it's time now to talk about tobacco Motorwear. Tobacco is known for making the best-looking riding jeans in the world. That's because they start with premium fabrics like selvedge denim and canvas, and then they add those protective elements like comfortable anti-abrasion linings and armor. Tobacco Motorwear makes jackets, vests, riding shirts, and you've heard me say before, I love my California riding shirt and my tobacco jeans, and I wear them on every ride. I just won't ride without them. Not only that, every time I wear them, somebody's going to ask me about them. And it's always great stuff to hear. Also, you want to try out their Roper gloves. Breathable, soft leather, and most comfortable gloves you'll ever wear. And for added protection, you want to check out the Wasteland vest. It's got plenty of pockets and armor for, and a great addition to wear with the California riding shirt or even under your leather jacket on those slightly chilly days. And don't forget to check out the McCoy jacket. That's back. Great stuff. No need to sacrifice style for safety, so go check out TobaccoMotorware.com. That's tobaccomotorwear.com, and our listeners will get 10% off your order when you use that code MOTOMEN. And Motorcycle Men Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. If you would like to help and be a part of something that actually makes a difference, Donate today to David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. Go to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. Links will be in the show notes. And, of course, the Gold Star Ride Foundation, helping families of fallen soldiers and making a difference in the lives of those left behind. If you would like to be a part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in, go to goldstarride.org. Learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. All right now if you are traveling to some far off location and you may say to yourself, I really would like to ride a bike while I'm there. I'm not talking bicycle, I'm talking motorcycle. So you have a few options, but usually the only option is to rent one from one brand. But suppose you want to try something completely different. Well, my guest today is the guy you want to deal with. So if you're traveling to anywhere in the United States and you want to rent a bike, when you get to your destination, You want to get a hold of Twisted Road. So joining me here in the V-Twin Cafe is Austin Rothbard to tell us all about it. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Motorcycle Man Podcast. This is episode 253. Joining me all the way from lovely downtown Chicago, Illinois, (laughs) Mr. Austin Rothbard of Twisted Road. Austin, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how are you? Nice to be here. I'm yeah, excited. I'm glad
0: that you know. I'm glad you guys contacted me because I know you've been on all those other podcasts. Yeah,
1: well, we saved the last, right? <laughs> save the best for last, right? Save the best for last.
0: I guess we'll find out now, won't
1: we? We'll find out soon enough, right? So,
0: uh, for those who have been living under a rock, why don't you tell us a little bit about your motorcycle self and yeah, uh, and, yeah. what you, and what you do.
1: Yeah, real simple. I've I haven't been riding too long in the grand scheme of things. It's been on a bike for five years. I fell in love with riding and realized that one of the biggest challenges for me was renting a bike when I was traveling. So I decided to look into how I could solve the issue. And and about three years ago, I left corporate America and started Twisted Road, which is a motorcycle rental company. Uh, and to keep it short, we are we are just like Airbnb, but instead of renting out someone's house, you get to rent out their motorcycle.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. Wow. Yeah. So now now, now Twisted Road, it's not just another rental company. So right, tell us about that.
1: Well, for, there's a lot that's going on. First of all, because we're rent, people rent out their motorcycles, our whole built our whole community is built on trust. I mean, you're you're going. To someone else's home, and you're getting on their prized motorcycle, and you're riding away. And two people to be comfortable with that: the person on the bike and the owner. We have to do a lot of verification, a lot of trust in our community. But the but, and I'll talk about how that works later. But the but, the beautiful thing about it is when people get off the bike and the ride is done, they go ahead and they rent the they rate the experience on our website. Ninety-seven uh, percent of those are five star.
0: Oh, ratings. all right. And
1: a lot of people maintain contact with the owners and with the riders long after the ride's done.
0: Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Now what inspired you to create Twisted Road? You know, did you see what made you see the need for this, aside from the traveling thing? Well, let me put
1: it this way. My my family and I were at the Grand Canyon and I wanted to see it on two wheels. I mean I live in Chicago, so to be to be on a in the Grand Canyon and and, and not ride is kind of sacrilegious and yet <laughs> I wasn't going to ride my bike there, you know, so I was in a, I was in a tough spot. Yeah. I remember getting it the worst cell service, and the worst Wi-Fi, but yet I spent an hour trying to find a motorcycle to rent in the canyon. And I found motorcycles that were an hour away that were $200 a day and that were these big baggers. And there were only three problems with that. The first is they were an hour away. The second, it was 200 bucks. The third, they were a big bagger. <laughs> I, yeah, if it's not your thing, right? If it's not your thing, right. There's a lot of variety out there. And um, so at one point, so this problem kept recurring. At one point, I just said to myself, you know, maybe I'll just buy a second bike. I was out of my mother-in-law's out in uh, North Carolina. I wanted to ride the Blue Ridge Parkway. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, if I could just get a beater bike, something for like a grand or something, and keep it in her garage, then when I'm out there, I can go riding. And when I looked on Craigslist, there were 952 motorcycles for sale all in the Greensboro area. Wow. And I remember thinking, man, there's a lot of bikes here sitting in garages, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who want to ride them. Let's try to solve both problems.
0: Ah, okay, wow. So I guess it was a little bit of trepidation about kicking something this off. I mean, how did you even think to start something like that?
1: Yeah. Well, the first step was the first step was really uh, doing a lot of research. We interviewed. 750 riders to see if they'd be interested. Oh, in, okay, yeah, in, uh, you know, in renting someone else's bike or putting their own bike on the site, and we found the numbers to be pretty compelling. You know, I remember to- I talked to a lot of people I knew in the riding community. The first guy I spoke to in the community was a guy who had fixed my motorcycle in the past, and I remember talking to this guy Bob and saying, "Hey Bob, I've got a great idea for a business, and I'm going to allow people to rent each other's motorcycles. What do you think?" And uh, he said to me, Austin, I think that might be the stupidest idea I've ever, ever heard. <laughs> but uh, I thought I could make it work. So it took about 10 months before I could go live with the company. And that, that, that we had to build a site. Uh, figure out insurance, deal with all the legal issues, background checks, make sure people have their motorcycle endorsements. There was a lot that went into it, but it took about ten months for us to finally pull the pull the uh, flip the switch and go live in October of seventeen.
0: Now you know it's funny that you're talking about the website. How long did it take you to put that together?
1: Well, honestly, it took. Uh, let me see. October. It took. Well, the first cut of it took three and a half months wow uh that was the first cut and when we went live i was really excited because we had 79 motorcycles on the site and the within 24 hours we got our first rental and i was like man this is gonna work i remember telling my wife you know I had a little bell that i would ring every time we get a rental and meanwhile here we are uh I, the second week i didn't get any rentals now we don't go a day without getting a rental, oh, that's let alone cool. a week. And we have 3,000 motorcycles on our site. I mean, we're all over the country. Oh, wow. So 79 sounded exciting at the time, but it was nothing.
0: All right. So now when you first started, you said you had 79? Yeah. Now, how, well, how long did it take you to accumulate that 79? Well, that's
1: a, that's a really good question. Yeah. You know, when we were going through the planning process, I realized that if I started the company and flipped the entire website on – And you wanted to put a motorcycle on or you wanted to run. You were the first person on. You say, maybe I'll put my motorcycle on here. You looked. There wouldn't be any bikes. And you wouldn't put your bike on. Nobody wants to be the first with something like this. So what we did was we launched something at the end of July. And you could only go on the site and list a bike and create a profile. That was it. You couldn't do a search. You couldn't see the inventory. You just could put Uh, your own motorcycle on. So then when we did flip the switch a few months later – those 79 bikes that had accumulated over 2 or 3 months all went live at once.
0: Oh, ah, okay. I get it. I get it. Now, how now today, as of today, how many yeah. motorcycles are listed today?
1: There's about 3,000, maybe it's 2,900.
0: Now, is that nationally and globally or is that No,
1: two? we're only in the US. Okay. We're, all right. We're in 49 states. Unfortunately, New York has some regulations against motorcycle sharing here. <laughs> Figures. <laughs> figures. Everyone says figures when I say that. I have that. no I, there's idea. Two, what there's two states I could say that did that. If I said New York or California, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. of, of course. You'd be yeah. like crazy. Yeah. But California is a big market for us. And we're in every, we're in Alaska. In fact, we had a bike out last week in Anchorage. We're on five of the Hawaiian Islands. I mean, it's kind of cool.
0: You see, I would have expected it to be other. I would expect that you'd have more problem with Alaska and Hawaii and not New York and California. Well, Okay,
1: so New York is a regulatory issue where we're not allowed to legally. Alaska and Hawaii are trickier cuz there aren't as many bikes, but we still can get listings there.
0: Maybe listed as bike borrowing instead of bike renting.
1: You know what? That's that's not I'm okay with that. But <laughs> you want to know where the where the issue become the issue is the insurance.
0: Oh, the issue, yeah, the yeah,
1: insurance. yeah. The insurance, I can't sell insurance for New York.
0: What about, I'm surprised you were able to do it in New Jersey, though, because New Jersey is the land where fun goes to die.
1: I know, I know. And, I, you know, I, I grew up there, and there's my, a buddy of mine gave me a, a shirt um, after I'd already moved out of New Jersey. I'd already been out of there for like 10 years, and the shirt was a was the outline of the state, and it said, New Jersey, only the strong survive. I was pretty proud of that. I was pretty proud of that. Um, and then they, get out. And then, then, they, right, then they leave. They leave. And piss off everybody else in the country. Wow. Uh, you know, I don't know. The, the uh, insurance was a real pain. And, it, and we had something cobbled together at the beginning, but it really took about two years until I had the product and the offering on the insurance side that I really felt comfortable with.
0: Now, is it in New York? Is it just because? Is that for the whole state, or is it simply? Do you think it's just because of New York City and the, it's the, the state? It's the here's whole the state. state. Okay. Cool.
1: Here's here's what it says. It says the person who is driving. The, the, it says the insurance, uh, the insu- the name on the insurance has to name the registered owner of the vehicle. Um. So, like you know, you have a you have a car in New York. Of course, it's going the registered name is going to match the insurance. But with us, it doesn't because. We have a blanket policy. Oh, okay, all right,
0: wow. See, so, because in New York, I imagine it's like New Jersey. They want the driver to be the insured individual, right? That's exactly. Right.
1: That's okay. what they want. What we, What winds up happening is people rent from from us in in in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania, and they rent from us in New Jersey, and they they ride New York.
0: Oh, okay, you, you you wonder how the other companies get away with it though?
1: Well, some of the other companies, there's a company like Turo which does exactly what we do for cars, and they don't have cars in New York State either.
0: Ah, oh, um, okay.
1: But but in in a, in a company like Hertz, who has rental cars there, the, the name on the insurance says Hertz, and the name on the registration says Hertz. So it matches.
0: Oh, okay. Because they,
1: the they own the inventory.
0: Yeah, but I wonder about those other motorcycle rental places. How do they do it? I like, guess it because their bikes are registered in New York. Through and, them. Uh, right, through them. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Now, so California has the same problem. Then no, saying. they don't. They, oh, they California's don't.
1: California's great. No, no. I was saying there's probably one other state that if I told you it didn't work, you'd guess California. But I'm fortunate. California works.
0: It does. What's What's, yeah, what's the other? What's the other state?
1: No, there's only one. It's only New York. It's only New York. <laughs> it's only New York. Oh. I'm sorry. What I was what I was trying to say is oh, when I okay. say New York, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. But if I also said California, that'd be another state every year. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I mean, of course. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> right? There are the two states that people think are regulatory nightmares.
0: Oh my god. No, so what would you say is the most common bike rented?
1: Well, you know, that really that really depends on the part of the country. Okay. So in um in LA ducati scramblers we can't keep them they're always going out oh, okay. in uh denver we've got triumph tigers that are moving pretty often in mm-hmm. long beach california you know harley road kings a lot of harleys in illinois so it really depends on the type of riding in the area
0: wow <laughs> do you do you have any do you guys rent scooters i mean there's do you have scooters on there i haven't we looked. don't
1: we have- we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't
0: do scooters, and we don't do dirt, dirt bikes,
1: and we only do trikes in select markets.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Do, do you have any idea, idea what the least rented bike is?
1: Well, that's a hard question yeah. to answer, and here's why: there there are a lot of bikes that don't get rented, right. and there are a lot of bikes that get rented often. And just like if you were to go to Airbnb, there are some houses that you know are always going to be rented. There's other ones that you look at that just probably don't get rented at all. Right. So. If you were to think logically, there's there's a few driving factors of what gets rented and what doesn't. Okay. It's like how new the bike is, the brand has something to do with it, the type of bike and the location. And price. So and the price and the price and the price and the price. So if you have a really high priced, like twenty year old ninja, right, and it's located in Iowa, the chance of it being rented out. Are going to be lower than a well-priced Harley Road King in L.A. or Long Beach. That's a
0: 2018 model. You know. Right, right. Wow. Okay. What now? What do you? What state or what region has the most bikes available for rent?
1: Uh, California and Texas, and we're and we're growing really? in Illinois. Yeah, we're growing. I think part of the reason why there's so many in, in, in California, Texas, there's a few reasons. Number one, year-round riding. Right no, that uh, make, true.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then there's, there's, they're both big states, right? There's a lot of people. And then the third thing is there's beautiful topography. Like you get, you know, in, in, in Illinois and in Chicago, it's all straight and flat. Yeah. But at least in California, you got hills in with Texas. I mean, there's some beautiful riding in both of those.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Now, who is renting these bikes?
1: Have you ridden California yet?
0: No. 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 Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I haven't uh, been to California since I was, oh, one
1: <laughs> yeah well california riding's really great and it's different because it's such a strong riding community that lane lane splitting is legal there you know that yes right? I, that i know yeah right so so like looking at that from an outsider's perspective i thought this is the most crazy thing that anybody wanted want to want on split lanes it just seems like a death wish but when i was out there what you realize is that cars are, are expecting motorcycle riders to come between the lanes. So when they see or hear you coming, they part. I mean, it's like the Red Sea. Really? And you can just zip through. Oh, my. Yeah, it's really cool. It's very safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, I know people. When you're
1: have, in California,
0: yeah, you'll try. Yeah, if I ever get into California. but uh, Yeah, okay. When, when somebody rents a bike from Twisted yeah. Road, what is the usual length of the rental? What's the most common length of rental?
1: Yeah, it's around it's around two days. You know, we have a bunch really? of people who rent for a day, and a lot of people who rent for a week. But there's 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 a lot. If you average it a lot, it's around a, a two days. Like, hey, I'm going to rent for a weekend, and our our days are measured in 24 hour periods. So you can get a bike on Friday at five and return it on Sunday at five, and we count it as a two day rental.
0: Oh, uh, I get it. I get it. Now, I had heard. That someone had rented a, a a bike from Twisted Road for like over a month. You, you, you heard that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a great story. We were only live for like six months, and I I get an email from someone, and he says I want to rent a bike. He points to the bike. Uh, he says I want this twelve hundred BMW twelve hundred adventure bike, and I want to rent it for a month, and I want to pick it up in washington dc and i want to take it to san francisco and it's like it's like in the one hand we were excited on the other it's like a million things we don't know how to handle right you know what what do we how do we do a one-way rental we've never done a run one-way rental you know yeah and um he was coming in from iceland i remember i remember texting the owner and saying hey would you be open to this and he said well how much money would i make and I texted back, and I think it was like twenty eight hundred bucks or something. Hmm. And he said, "Oh, for that amount, I'll do just about it. I'll just <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So the guy came in uh, to DC. the The owner met him and his wife, and um, actually put him up in a in like a Marriott using Marriott points that he had. Yeah, and was very hospitable to him. And then. The next day, he left and went across the country. During the ride, he wanted more time. He extended it to uh, to five weeks. And so I remember saying to Carter, the owner, hey, we can get we'll, – don't worry. We'll get the bike back. I've got a great contact. You don't have to pay for anything. He goes, I, I don't want the bike back. I'm going to fly out there. I'm going to meet him, and I'm going to ride home.
0: Oh. <laughs> Look yeah. Out for so he everybody.
1: Some, yeah. He took some of the earnings, and he flew out, and he got on his bike, and he had a nice cross-country ride, which is kind of cool.
0: Wow. So why don't you run a- – run with us the the process of someone listing their bike with twisted Uh, uh,
1: okay listing a bike is really really straightforward and easy as long as you've got some basic info on the motorcycle like license plate some photos you're making model you can probably get the whole bike listed in about five minutes
0: really Uh, that easy yeah
1: that easy we ask you You need email and cell phone number and a picture of you because we like having pictures of our owners. Sure. And we ask for year, make, and model, and then a description, photos, and that's it. It, It's really fast. Uh, We approve or reject those within 24 hours, our approval process. We take almost all bikes with two wheels, no scooters, has to be able to go on the highway. And then we look at your description, and we look at your price, and we look at the uh, photos. That's kind of our barometer on all
0: this. All right. And I have to assume that at some point during that, you're going to look and say, "Okay, well, this bike might be too old. It's uh, and, or or they're asking too much. I mean, yeah,
1: know? that's kind of an interesting point. Like, some if people are asking too much, we'll go and we'll we'll nudge them. We'll see. You know, you can ask whatever you want, but but if you don't lower it to this point, you're not going to get any action, right? Um, and, and then and um and old bikes, we don't really mind old bikes. We have some vintage uh, bikes. You know, we have some vintage bikes. Beautiful bikes in Guilford, Connecticut. There's a woman who wor- who lives out there and restores vintage, uh, like Triumphs, and they're really gorgeous. They're all for rent on the side. I think they're like, they're like 200 bucks a day, oh, okay, 250 $2. a day, but they're gorgeous. So we don't mind old bikes as long as they're well taken care of.
0: Right. Well, now, when, when do you require? Do you re- uh, require a photograph of the motorcycle?
1: Yeah, multiple. We I think right. we require. We ask for five. I think. All
0: right. Did you ever get like pictures of a bike? And you can see that it probably wouldn't make it out of the driveway. Yeah, uh, and yeah. And
1: we pulled it. Yeah, we pulled it. Oh, really? <laughs> it. Yeah, of course. Of course. Like, we, if, if we see a bike with, like, really bad tires or we see a bike that's got, like, um, a torn seat, you know, they're really good indicators of someone who doesn't care much about their bike. And we don't, we don't want that on the road.
0: Right. Now, what do you say to that owner?
1: We just say, you know, one was, when we, 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 you know, we looks like your tires are a little worn here, or the seat has some damage. Um, can you send us some updated pictures um, with, with, um, we, you know, with the tires? maybe these are just older pictures that you happen to have.
0: Oh, okay. Is the uh, do, now do owners? Well, first of does Twisted Road provide some sort of a gauge uh, for pricing?
1: We we don't yet, and I, and and we have looked into it, and we have some ideas. It's just not something that's in our in our in our uh platform today
0: yeah because i would have to imagine that somebody who wants a lister bike who's never done this before might look on your site and see that the price range is so wide that they, they wouldn't know even where to do it you know but i imagine that this is where you would might coach them
1: yeah we would and the other thing is that if you're if you're looking at a market what starts happening is when we get when we get more traction and more bikes go into a in, into a market, the more realistic the pricing gets. Oh, okay. So someone will say, "Oh, you know what? I've got a, I've got this uh, heritage soft and yeah, it's 2005. I'll put it at 250. I'll put it at 200." And somebody else says, "God, there's a there's a heritage soft on there for 200 bucks, and it's an '05. I'll list my 2010 for 125." And the next thing you know, like a few people undercut that first person because they're unrealistic. They start getting action, and then. The, the, the site normalizes
0: oh okay and it that usually that, does that coax the owner of the high price to lower their price
1: it, it, it doesn't yet but
0: oh, um, really it, it,
1: it happens now nat- oh uh, the, it doesn't do it automatically but they'll see because people owners look at what else is in the area and they'll do it naturally
0: all right now on the on the website do owners have a dashboard that they can follow to see what kind of action their vehicle is getting?
1: Yeah, they, what they get is they have a dashboard where they can approve rentals that come in and they can look at past rentals. What's really good about the dashboard is when a ride request comes in, you can see the rider's uh, motorcycle riding history. So let's say, well, I rode this bike for three years and this bike for two, and you can see all of the reviews that they've gotten. So, for instance, if you if you own like a, a, a fast sport bike, let's say you own a Panigale uh and, and somebody wants to rent it, and they have six months of riding experience on a on on like a, a Honda Rebel. Oh wow. you, you you can decline it. You know, yeah, you can yeah. It. So you all that is at the at, at your fingertips as an owner to decide who gets on your bike and who doesn't.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. So now, uh, with regard to that, what do you do to put the owner's mind at ease when they're listing their bike?
1: Uh, There's a few things. Number one, we we do the most thorough background check in the industry before anyone gets on a bike. Right. We make sure that you have a motorcycle endorsement, a non-expired and non-suspended license, and a good driving and riding history. If you don't have those things, you can't ride with us.
0: Oh, okay. So it's pretty thorough then.
1: It's thorough. It's thorough. There's about 10 checks we go through. I'm not giving them all. I'm not talking about them all, but it's thorough. Um. Then we protect the owner for all damage that happens to his bike during the riding period. Mm-hmm. So if a bike gets dropped, we pay for it. If if there's scratches on the tank, we pay for it. It's all covered through our insurance. And then the last thing is, in, a, in an extreme case, if anything were to ever happen where an owner gets sued for something, we protect the owner for up to a million dollars.
0: Wow, there you go. Oh, that's awesome. You it's awesome. Us- well, tell us about that insurance, by the way.
1: Yeah, sure. What, what what can I tell you? Where, where do you want to start?
0: Well, who is the who is the insurance provider? What kind of – do we have to worry about deductibles? Do we have to uh, – uh, Okay, good. Like we, we,
1: have, we have three different policies, and the policy is written for the rider on the day – for the days that they're riding. So let's say someone says to us, hey, you know, I'm picking the bike up Saturday, and I'm going to return it Sunday. And they're out on the road, and they're like, I'm having a great time riding. I'm going to return it Monday. Uh, it's not a problem. I know the owner said I can do it. Well, the the, 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 the issue is your insurance stops on Sunday, so we'd actually have to add a day. It's something that we actually have a, a physical policy okay, yeah. for yeah. single rider. The, the three options we have are are kind of a, a minimum, a standard, and a premium. The, 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 there's two differences there. The difference is uh, um, what your deductible is as a rider and also um, – what your liability coverage is as a rider okay and so um the, the honestly the best plan we have is like 40 or 45 bucks a day and your maximum out of pocket for damages is a thousand dollars so as a rider let's say you have a catastrophic accident and the bike is totaled you're out a thousand dollars max
0: all right so um, I- the the renter is responsible for some financial You know, aspect of the rental
1: process. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're they're responsible for up to a thousand dollars.
0: Okay, all right. Now, as far as it goes for the uh, for the insurance fee, is that built into the rental price?
1: That's on top of it.
0: That's on top of it. it. Okay, all right. So, So,
1: um, yeah, so so you're so the price. So the price of a bike, we have bikes on there as low as 50 bucks a day. So um, you could pay $50 for a bike for a day rental and pay 35 bucks for the insurance and be out the door at $85 to 100
0: bucks. Oh, that's pretty good. That's not bad, right? Yeah. No? Yeah, it's not bad. All right. Uh,
1: we have other things like roadside assistance. We have tire protection. We have these other things on there that are add-ons. But, and then the other thing we have is we've got a multi-day plan. If you're renting a bike for, I think it's two, three, four days, we give you discounts on the whole ride.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. Now, as far as it goes for any kind of uh, roadside assistance and things like that, is yeah. I guess I guess the renter is given all that information on the onset of the rental.
1: Yeah, it's right at checkout. So it'll say, you know, roadside assistance is five bucks a day. If you're interested, let us know. And if something happens while you're gone, we'll pick you up.
0: Oh, there you go. All right, perfect. Uh, awesome. Tire
1: protection. T- tires. If a tire gets damaged because of the rider, like like they. Uh, They hit a nail or or go over some debris, and the tire goes flat because of the rider. They're responsible for the tire. Our tire protection actually removes that responsibility for them.
0: Oh, okay. So now, say somebody's rented a bike, and they're out riding, and like you said, he runs over a nail or something, tire goes flat. Yep. Now, this interrupts that renter's time on the bike. Yep. Now they have to, the tires going to get replaced. Let's say they, it happens on a Sunday. Now they can't ride anymore for that day, but the bike gets fixed Monday. Yep. Do they, that's it? Their rental's done at the end of the day? if, or,
1: if Oh, if, if that's like their last, if that's their last day of riding, let's say they're only renting one day on Sunday and they got a flat. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we would do is we would, we would work with the rider and the owner We'd get the bike back, get the tire repaired, and the and the and the rider would not have to pay for an extra day. And depending on when the flat happened, maybe there's something that we would do for his next ride. You know, if it happens at eight o'clock in the morning, it's different than it happens at five.
0: Oh yeah, you know? yeah.
1: And so what we do is like we're 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 a company of riders. This the eighty percent of people who work at Twisted Road ride regularly. Oh, okay. Uh, so. We think we try to be as fair as we can on both sides of the equation. Like, if I were renting, what would I want? And I were the owner, what would I want?
0: Yeah, right. You think the like good, a, you think like a rider.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah, and, and, a, you know, and you know, an owner. And an owner. And you know what? Here's the thing. Like, mo- as as bad of a reputation as our community gets, it's the most generous and thoughtful and kind community out
0: there. Indeed, it um, is.
1: And when something happens, I mean, an owner might say, oh, you know, there's a flat. We've heard stuff like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll get it replaced. Or keep it another day. I'm good with it. Have fun. I'm sorry. Or yeah. like they're, 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 they get it. You know, they get it. They want to help the community. You know, for them, whatever. The extra 50 bucks, not a big deal. Like people are very kind. And when we find people who aren't, because there are always people that aren't, aren't don't don't really align, we just—it's not the best fit for our community, and we'll just ask them. You know, we'll just let them know that it's probably not the best long-term fit.
0: All right. Now we got Sturgis coming up in a couple of weeks. Right. How many bikes get rented for Sturgis for events gonna, like
1: that? You're gonna get the worst answer from me.
0: Okay, You're let's get hear the
1: worst it. Worst answer. Okay. We don't have a lot of bikes that are close. That are close. We don't have a lot of bikes in Rapid City. So, um, we, we probably don't have a lot of bikes that are rented for Sturgis right now. Oh, but okay. when you go to other bike weeks, like when you look at Daytona,
0: right.
1: where we have a lot of bikes in Florida, we, we will be so busy during that time period that some people will fly into, like, well, I'm going to fly into Miami and rent. i going to fly in. Maybe I'll fly into um, Atlanta and rent and ride down to Daytona. So, like we, we, it starts hitting neighboring states.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool.
1: It's cool because, you know, you don't have to, you, when you, if you're traveling somewhere for work or vacation, you think, okay, I need to go to Vegas. I'm going to get, I'm going to fly to Vegas. I'm going to get my rental car in Vegas and my hotel in Vegas. That's how a typical person traveler thinks. Sure. But with a, a rider, you can think I need to be in Vegas for the weekend. I'm going to fly into Denver.
0: I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Like right there, And right. I'm going to ride. Yeah. You know, and suddenly the ride becomes part of the of, of your trip.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what I found interesting in that respect? I, I go to the Florida Keys every year. Yep. Now, last year I rode from New Jersey to the Keys, which was yep. great. It was great. But then That's I was great. I was thinking, like, you know, what if well, maybe there's maybe somebody down in the Keys is renting, right? Right, I, right. Nobody right. in the Keys is renting a bike. On our site. Yeah. Really? We had a couple of bikes you got, in the Keys. They're, they're in Miami and Fort Lauderdale, uh, but there's yeah. nobody in the Keys, which I was very surprised about.
1: Yeah, we had we had a couple of bikes down there. They might have sold in the meantime. Your wow. bike sells.
0: Damn those people.
1: I know, right? right? Yeah, what's wrong?
0: Hey, look, as, speaking of insurance, has anybody ever submitted a claim, uh, a large claim on through Twisted Road for any damage that might have happened on a rental? Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've had everything happen that you can think of. Really? We, yeah, we've had everything happen you can think of. We've had you know, we've had we've had bikes go go, go down and get into accidents and be totaled, and then it happens. We get it, wow. and our, our insurance, you know, stands behind it.
0: That's awesome. Have you ever yeah. has a renter ever been banned from renting oh, a bike? Let me go
1: back let me go back to the I've okay. a, a, a good story about, about your about the about a big damage. Okay, go uh, ahead. It was Halloween a year and a half ago, oh, and perfect. I got a, I got a call right perfect. I got a call from someone. He's and he was, he said, look, the the rider went down and there was some gravel and it wasn't a bad accident, but I don't know what to do with my bike and, and the, the and it's a brand new. It was a brand new Triumph. It's like a Bonneville or something. So I don't know what to do. So no problem. We're gonna figure it out. So we figured out. <clears throat> Then, then the, the rider is completely apologetic. Oh I'm, I'm so sorry. I feel horrible about this. So then the owner comes to us and goes, Hey, you know, i I just feel bad. Like my friends are all gonna say, I told you so, and what do I do? And this kind of sucks. And well, here's what happened. First of all, he had a 2018 Triumph Bonneville. He got a complete payout from our insurance. I said, who's the lucky one? Really? You're, gonna, you're gonna buy a 2019. No you know, pain. you're gonna go buy wow. 2018 Bonneville. So that was number one. The rider felt so bad that he paid he paid the owner an extra 500 dollars out of goodwill. Wow. He said, hey, I'm sorry for you know ruining your bike. And it wasn't it, the bike was totaled, and it wasn't that bad. Like the what the you know this the minute a frame is is bent on oh, a bike,
0: sure. yeah, done. Like,
1: so the guy went down on a patch of gravel and the and the frame got bent and that was it. But so that so the 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 rider of course come back you know we things happen the owner he got 500 dollars and a brand new bike so it actually worked out wow fairly well yeah 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 damn um and then you asked if anyone's been banned we do have some people who uh who you know are aren't allowed to continue using twisted road and it's it, it is all like take that guy who dropped that bike he was professional. He was sure. thoughtful. He was nice. We have riders. It doesn't happen often, but we have one rider who dropped a bike off early, put it in the guy's driveway, threw the keys in the in the in the in the mailbox, left, and it dropped the bike. And so it's like you know, if you're if that happens, if you do some damage, like
0: you got to say something.
1: You got to say something. So people like that that just really aren't respectful. Um, or, 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 um, abuse the policies that we have just can't, can't continue.
0: Damn. That's, you know, some people, what advice? Well, we protect, you- yeah. We protect the owners. We protect the owners. Yeah. Well, you have to, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, cause me, I would, I, I, I honestly couldn't even imagine doing that, renting my bike out to somebody. I just, I'm just like too paranoid, I guess.
1: <laughs> totally. Well, here's, 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 you know, the, the two scariest feelings that I'm convinced of our site, the two most nerve wracking feelings is when the rider rides away, the rider's on an unfamiliar bike, and I'm sure he's thinking, oh, I can't, I hope I don't dump this bike in the next mile as I'm riding down the road from this guy's house, you know, because wow. it's an unfamiliar bike. And the owner, is always peeking out of the curtains they're in their house okay have a good try there peeking out the curtains <laughs> there's this transaction which is uncomfortable you know i yeah. felt it like i i hop on a, on a on a new indian scout bobber with you know eight hangers, like i've never ridden a bike like this i hope i hope i'm good all i need to do is get around one or two corners and i've got the weight and balance yeah I'm fine. but you know i you have
0: know? to imagine that people who list their bikes with twisted road probably own more than one bike already oh
1: yes, yeah, some do some do and what here's something really cool that we see is someone will come and they'll list our bike their bike and they'll say to us you know we, we hear, we're hearing from owners and riders all the time you know you can have my sportster you just can't have my fat boy it's like okay what? Well, you know fine so that we yeah. don't care you know look my house isn't on airbnb i'm never going to try to convince someone to put a motorcycle on our site that's crazy <laughs> so um next thing you know the sportster goes out it comes back. here earns hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. He met the nicest rider, and he made a little extra money. Yeah. The next day, the fat boy's on the site.
0: Oh, get out of here! Really? Yeah, it happens often.
1: <laughs> it happens often.
0: Because <laughs> like, you like know? for for somebody like me who only owns one bike. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I wouldn't do it only because. Yeah. I, I need a ride. You know. Yeah. But right. Right. If I had two, eh, I might. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But what yeah. advi- what advice do you have for potential l- people who want to list their bike?
1: Uh, well, my my thought about listing is that it, it, there's there's never a downside. So, for example, you're you're saying, look, I, I I only have one bike, I need to ride it. Okay, let's say you put your bike on our site, a hundred bucks a day, and it never gets rented. You go a year without a it's fine. Nothing. Yeah. Happened. Right let's say you get, let's say you get a, a request and somebody wants to ride it for a week and you've got for a hundred bucks a day, you're going to make 70 of that. So you've got seven times seven is out. you're going to make 500 bucks. Okay. Yeah. So, well, you know, that week I really didn't have any plans that week. You know, should I just let the bike go out? And if you're like, no, no way. I'm out these two days. I'm riding it. You decline it. And if you want the money, you take it. Yeah. Like you're, you're in complete control. You, you can list a bike there's no risk. You can decline every rental that comes your way, or you can, you can get a little elect- extra money, buy some parts, buy some tools, buy some upgrades on your bike. Right. We actually, we've got a rider, we have a rider out in, uh, in, in California. She's got a Ducati Scrambler. The thing gets rented all the time. She gets a rental that comes in, she accepts it, and at the same time, she was considering and riding her bike in a parade. So she then turned around and rented a motorcycle on Twisted Road to go ahead and ride the train. The <laughs> That's, <great>. Wow. <laughs> That's
0: but, awesome. So what, so what kind of advice do you have for potential listers?
1: Oh, oh honestly, just be realistic. Be realistic with your price. Right. Take, take beautiful po- pictures. Like okay. those two things go a long way.
0: All right. Well, what kind of advice do you have for potential renters?
1: Um, I would be as flexible as you can. Um, and, 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 think broadly, like I was saying, if you're going to spend a few days in Orlando, don't fly to Orlando, fly to Tampa, fly to Miami, you know, spend an extra day sure. there or two. And the other thing I'd say is ride something new. Like if you got something in the garage and, and, you know, you always ride, uh, uh, whatever that, you know, you always ride the same bike, try a new bike. You know, you can do it. It's, this is a great venue. In oh, that's fact, really interesting. In fact, like a lot of people use our service to test ride motorcycles before I was they buy gonna it.
0: say the exact same thing that would be the reason I would do it yeah simply yeah. to you know try a different bike because I've never ridden a specific kind of bike before right I,
1: I, and if you're thinking about buying it like let's say you're gonna buy it I mean brand some brand new bikes are really expensive like 20 grand like you can try a bike that same bike is on our site somewhere yeah take take it for a day or two see if you like it
0: what do you think is the most common motorcycle for rent on twisted road
1: we have a lot of harley sportsters they're kind of a a,
0: kidding
1: yeah we have a lot of those we have a lot of um we have a lot of triumph bonnevilles a lot of ducatis like but if you take a look around you'll see all sorts of things by the way i i I don't know when you did your key west search but i see one bike in key west Oh, really in key west i'll have to to look at it it's a yamaha fc07 it's a 2000 okay 2015 for I think sixty bucks a day.
0: Oh, I have to check that. out. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Wow. Yeah, check it out. That's pretty cool. Now, with, with I know this is going to be totally. It's going to depend on a lot of things. Yeah, tell me what. What is the most common rental season? I know it's not going to be summer. It can't be. It is summer. It is summer. I, I would it's think that summer. would be different because, like no, in no, New Jersey no right no now, question. you don't want to. No, really.
1: No, no question. It's the summer. We're we are. On fire right now. Our business is the busiest it's been. No kidding. And um, you know, uh, part of it is that people people travel during the summer. They've got vacations during schools out. Like there's a lot of factors, and the weather's good. So even though it's 100 in in, you know in New Jersey right now, you know it it's sunny. It's beautiful. Yeah. People people like to ride.
0: Yeah. I I I asked you this before about what the uh, most did I yeah about the where where bikes get rented the most? What yeah. region of the country? Uh, where where do you see that happening most?
1: It's it's you know it starts kind of in California and Oregon. It goes down through Arizona and Texas, and then across to Florida. It's so like it's like
0: most of your, your southern region is getting most of the rental. Then,
1: right? but, but basically, that's that's it's based on on a lot of its weather. It, a lot of its weather. I mean, those areas yeah. are year round riding. Like New, New Jersey, you probably have six good months. You know, sh- Chicago, yeah. you probably have six good months. Right.
0: I imagine the people in Montana there's the, probably not a lot of renting going out there.
1: Well, there's not yeah there's not a lot of there's not a lot of renting in Montana. It's
0: so if you not. live in Montana and own a motorcycle, now's your chance.
1: Or New Hampshire and Maine. You know we get them. Oh my god, really? You know, yeah, we have them in Maine. We've got can,
0: them. Well, Maine's got two seasons a year. It's got it's got the uh, winter and the 4th of July. So
1: Yeah, I I heard it was I heard it was winter and construction. No. Okay. <laughs> that I haven't
0: heard. <laughs> So what kind of new things can riders and, and and renters or listers expect in the future from Twisted Road?
1: Lots of growth. I mean, let's start with lots lots of growth. We're, our, our, our community is growing fast. Um, lots of new bikes coming on every day. But then we're also seeing um, we're doing some formal uh, dealer test ride programs. So there are a few dealers right now that have a formal test ride program with us where okay. they're allowed to test ride their used inventory before they buy it
0: oh okay that's cool now are you guys do you you, have you been going to any of the major rallies around the country
1: i've been we've been to a handful of them so um and and we don't go to we don't go to sturgis uh, we we go to ten, typically we go to the smaller ones so uh like the one moto show or up in um portland we've been to mama tried in milwaukee okay um we're going to go to the hand built show i think in austin texas this november so we tr- we try to go to some of the smaller ones honestly the big ones we would, we would just get lost there really uh, we did az bike week yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to make sure that we're
0: we're seeing the and the, the return is there. I would I would say I would think uh I think that places like like Ameri-Cade, for example might be good for you guys, um because you get so many people there. You would think, but I maybe. Hey,
1: have you have you been to um blues bar bikes blues and barbecue in Arkansas? And I've, that's I've we-
0: heard of it, and I know I've never been
1: yeah that's one that we've thought about doing you know that's one that we've thought about doing maybe we'll do it next year
0: uh there's a bunch of other smaller bike shows in this area timonium is one of them that happens in maryland uh there's also the maryland bike week which happens uh what about things like ims international motorcycle show
1: yeah yeah i uh we did we did ims in long beach um I think a year ago, and as we expand our program, as we start thinking about this test ride thing, we may do more of those. We might be at AIM Expo, which is a dealer-focused foca- sure. yeah. one. We did that once a few years ago. We did that. I was in the Vegas, in the Las Vegas one. So, do you
0: see a lot of return from those kind of events?
1: Um, it, it, it depends. Yeah. It depends. Honestly, I think that we haven't seen a lot of return in our early years, but... We have a we have a new model now and a new approach to some of those of, of those shows. So I think I think that instead of giving up, I think there's something new that we can try out this year that'll actually work better, be more effective.
0: Have you considered expanding into Canada and Mexico? Yes,
1: ah. just, uh, but but I have to explain why we're not doing it quickly. Yeah, um, we have a we have an insurance policy for the U.S. Right. And in, the insur- in our insurance policy, we pay a, a, um, we have a minimum fee that we have to pay a year. And, um, you know, it covers a certain amount of riding days. So if, you know, let's say it's we have to pay $1,000 and it covers 1,000 days and it's a dollar a day. Um, and we only have three days, we're still out the 1,000 bucks. So it's just hypothetically. Right. In Canada, we would have to do a whole similar policy. And we don't have the bikes or the volume to support you know, paying the money out front for the for the growth in Canada or Mexico yet. So we're we'll, we're thinking through how to make it work, but right now mm. it doesn't make financial sense. And
0: I guess right now it also depends upon how many listings for that particular country you can get.
1: Right, and and we we spent a lot of like it took two years to get up to three, two and a half years to get to three thousand listings here in the U.S. Mm. So it'll take time to to have the, the the density we would want in Canada to even make it work.
0: And then, and I guess the same would apply to Europe.
1: Yeah, know. same in Europe. Wow. Right, same thing. So there's there's ways to do it. It's just uh, it's just not our top priority yet. It will be one day.
0: Sounds like a lot of work too.
1: It's a lot of work, and we have a really small team. Um, did I tell you how big our team is yet?
0: No, you're gonna though.
1: Including me, there's five of us. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. It. <laughs> wow. So we're working really hard. We have. Uh, five full time, and we have a handful of freelancers and part time workers who also help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's we're a young company and we're small. And we we love the hustle.
0: Now, how much? I guess competition with some of the un- other bike rental companies is that a yeah. is is that a consideration?
1: Well, it, it, it all depends like let's talk let's talk about Eagle Rider because right. everybody knows Eagle Rider there's three benefits that we have over Eagle Rider we have uh, convenience because the, the locations are everywhere instead of having to go to like a few dealers in a, in, in a city so right. convenient no. variety mm-hmm. and price like Eagle Riders bikes are 90% Harley and they're expensive but yeah. so convenience variety and price but what they have over us is they, they, they've got they maintain all of their own bikes. You know, so this is true. Yeah. With, so you you know going in that you're gonna have a bike that's maintained by the person in a, in, a, in, a, in a way that's you know hopefully respectable. Right. We don't have that yet. We're playing around with some ideas. So I think that they're I think that they're really Eagle Rider is a great answer, especially if you're gonna do a tour. Right. They have that nailed. We don't do that. We don't do one-way rentals. Sure. But if you're looking for a bike that's not a bagger, um, in, you know, near a big city, for then, then we have a lot of variety. You know, you, should, you really should check out what we have.
0: This is true. Wow. Uh, how can people learn more about Twisted Road? Rent a bike. List a bike. Find out whatever they need about getting on the road with Twisted Road.
1: Our website is twistedroad.com. Everything you need is there. We don't have any printed materials, nothing. So all of it's right there. If you want to check out our social media scene, go to at Twisted Road on Instagram. Um, it's uh, that that has a lot of activity. People post the rides that they had with us. They tag us all the time. Almost all of the all of the um, almost everything you see on Instagram is from our users. Oh, We're just okay. reposting.
0: Stuff. wow that's cool now cool. when somebody rents from twisted road do you send them a t-shirt and a sticker oh
1: i wish <laughs> we we sent the first hundred owners i think it was the first hundred owners and the first 50 owners we sent them a t-shirt right uh but we, we we're, we're yeah we're not doing that right now we're <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day you know you know you know uber right now yeah a, yeah, they, yeah. Have they have a competitor, and at the beginning of Lyft, the thing that they used to do was they would send each Lyft driver this big pink mustache to put on the grill of the oh, car. Oh, that's so funny! Yeah, they were a small, fun company. We're still small and fun. We just we just can't we can't be pumping out you know thousands
0: of shirts. So you got to just send like a, maybe a little wheel or a handlebar. That's it. You got to send anybody yeah, like a, yeah. a cutout handlebar yeah, for every potential. Yeah. We just rent. had a
1: contest. We do contests every now and then. Yeah. Where we give away shirts. Um, what we do, honestly, though, is if we have a rider who's passionate about our company and rides a bunch or an owner who gets a lot of rentals and is passionate, we'll, th- we'll send them tank magnets and shirts and a hat. We'll send that stuff out. Wow. Um, yeah, we have some cool stuff. You we guys have-
0: going to get into gear, things like that, that renters oh. could rent from you, like bags and things like that?
1: We got so much to do. That is like so low on our priority list right now. We have so much to do.
0: Uh, you, need, you need more staff.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. We need more staff. We need to drive the top line first before we can, you know, hire more staff. You
0: know that. Is. Well, Austin, I want to thank you very much for being with me here on the podcast. You're absolutely great. Learned a lot. I learned a lot about bike rentals, and uh, hope to have you back on again.
1: Absolutely. I, I, it's really a pleasure to be on here. Thanks for having great. me. No again.
0: problem. Any final words before I kick you off my phone?
1: Uh, TwistedRoad.com. That's the final word. <laughs> try, Perfect. I guarantee you'll have a great experience. I guarantee it.
0: All right, Austin. Thank you very much. You take you care. It. Ride safe. All right safe. Thanks for joining me and Austin here in the V-Twin Cafe on the podcast where we talked about Twisted Road. To learn more about Twisted Road, you can go to twistedroad.com and learn more. I will put links in the show notes and on the Motorcycle Men website, of course. So don't forget to check out our fellow podcasters, YouTubers, bloggers, and vloggers out there whose links you will find on our links page. And remember, all these media outlets and many more out there do great things to promote and encourage our sport and our passion. So this has been the Motorcycle Man Podcast. I am Ted, your host. Thank you for listening, and remember... We say stupid crap so you don't have to. Enjoy your ride, kids.